21 past three, Roman Travers in for both of the Tims for this afternoon. Really good to have your company as well. Some con- very concerned texts there. I missed the headlines. What's happening with the All Blacks? Has Foster gone? No, he hasn't, but there are some significant changes in that regard. We might catch up on some of that a bit later on. Your feedback is more than welcome. Roman at newstalkzb.co.nz and the text is 9292. Right. As if the current COVID wasn't enough, the World Health Organisation has declared the monkeypox outbreak a public health emergency of international concern. This was due to a global surge of more than 16,000 cases in 75 countries. Don't be too concerned just now, though, because in New Zealand we've only got two reported cases. So will this impact New Zealand like it has the rest of the world or not? Well, joining me now is Associate Professor of Epidemiology at Canterbury University, Arindam Basu. A very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. How are you all? I'm very well. So, look, right. let's just presume that hopefully this won't be too bad for us, but are our healthcare professionals prepared? Prepared, yes. Um, it's probably not going to be too bad for us. Yes, that's also true. But it's not something that's, um, that's trivial because it's a... Uh, it's a very vexing infection, and it's associated with lots of um, misinformation, misunderstandings around it, and it's something that will continue for some time, and it's not easy. Let's put it like that. All right. Let's go back to the simple stuff. How does anyone catch this disease? Okay. Um, till recently, it was believed that... Um, if you were to share the body fluid of a person who is already infected or linens, then a person is more likely to catch the disease. Having said that, this bout of the pandemic started with men having sex with men, starting with a rev um, somewhere in Europe to start with, and then it spread. Now, this is not the only way a person can catch. Anyone who had already got an infection if another person in the neighborhood of that person or caring for them uh, shares the linen or comes in contact with the body fluids, then that's the root of infection. Mm, okay. Recent evidence, however, recent evidence points to the fact that there is also possible to have airborne spread of monkeypox. So that's more frightening. Oh, gosh, really? So what, mm. your typical sneezing and yelling with all that sort of fog coming out your mouth, that's a possibility, is it? That is that is definitely a possibility. Plus, after the linens, there is airborne particles are already in the room, which means that the same way that COVID spreads. Mm. But well, this is still evidence emerging, and hopefully, well, we are ex- examining that and uh, the early signs coming out. I mean, very very recent papers coming out of UK. Yeah, we know that COVID nineteen, particularly with the current strains, it's very contagious. It's a filthy, filthy virus. Is mm. is this less contagious? Yes, definitely. Okay. Oh, Let's okay. continues for uh, as far as we know. All right. But again, everything changes. Yeah, very indeed. Far. So monkeypox, it's not new. There are vaccines available. Uh, have we got those yes. vaccines here in New Zealand? I presume so. Uh, the vaccine is uh, was developed. Uh, the, the, the vaccine is called Genios, and it was developed by the United States. Uh, I mean, rather improved by the United States Army. And they used to keep that stockpile that. So I'm sensing that the New Zealand government may have you know, sourced from them, so at least be a way of getting them. Yeah, look, you may not know this, but uh, would they be funded here and would they be targeting those vulnerable communities first and foremost? 
That's my understanding. All right. That's, that, that's my understanding. Okay, so you get this filthy virus by, or use your imagination, any bodily fluid transmission, possibly sneezing as well. Um, what are yeah. the mortality rates like? 3%. So which means that so far that what we've seen is roughly around uh, 3% is on a ballpark. And very few people have died, really. I mean, this morning, if you have heard, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the WHO chief's uh, announcement, you saw that 16,000 cases and very few deaths. Mm. But don't rely on that because there are other things that can and how deaths are counted. You've seen that how things change. So at the moment, the best we know. Three to five percent. Let's put it like that. Okay. So New Zealand throws open its borders to everybody. Come on in in August. Is that a concern for people like yes. yourself? Yes, definitely. Because what happens now is that it becomes uh, it, it leaves a lot of uncertainty as to who is coming to the border. Because once the border is open to everyone, then it's very difficult to know exactly who's having having the infection and then entering the country. Then starts infecting the others. So that that throws open quite a bit of uncertainty around the thing. So um, so obviously you're going to see quite a few cases after mm. uh, the border is opened in say first second week of August. So keep an eye out. Okay. Uh, yeah. I want to go back to the healthcare capacity in New Zealand, which is almost broken, and those mm. working in it will know exactly what I'm talking about. They are mm. under huge pressure. Mm. Will they be using traditional antivirals like with HIV AIDS? How will this be treated? Okay, there's, that's, a, that's, that's a little bit of good news on that because there, there's been trials going on now with the uh, different kinds of antivirals. Uh, the, the WHO has, has been trialing uh, quite a few of these. And uh, the antivirals seem to work like with 75% uh, effectiveness, but it will... And the... the, um, and, and the the disease itself is self-limiting. So with these things in place, and once we have the, uh, a definite vaccination uh, strategy in place, um, the understanding at this stage is this, that it's not going to um, break the back of the, uh, of the health system. But as you know, that the health system itself is very stretched. So uh, we could probably do less with one other hassle like this. Yeah, so once again, I guess it's those simple precautions, do what you can to not be Absolutely. sharing bodily fluid or inhaling Absolutely. it. So we've got COVID-19, we've got monkeypox in very low numbers. I want to throw another one in the mix and just get some feedback from you on Marburg virus. What mm. the heck is this? Oh, OK. So Marburg um, is, is, is a very deadly virus, to be honest. I mean, this has again resurfaced. It's, uh, it's an Ebola-like virus. It, it spreads again. Uh, they, they, this time it started spreading from bats. It's a uh, viral disease, very, very um, uh, contagious and uh, deadly respiratory virus again. And so hopefully, fingers crossed, we never see it in our country no. at all. Oh, good Lord. We don't need any more, do we? No. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh. Arindam Basu, thank you so much for your thank time. You. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Take care. Thank you. Cheers. Same all the best. And, sure. um, and thank you and all of your colleagues and all the good work they are doing scientifically and medically to keep us all as safe as can be. Associate Professor Arindam Basu, an epidemiologist from Canterbury University. Now, Todd Muller, haven't heard from him for a while. He'll be joining me a bit later on this hour to talk about what's happening with fens. It's a real mess. Yesterday, I was driving along, you know, in Auckland, going nowhere very fast, and I was passing a fire station, which took about 10 minutes to get past because the traffic was stagnant. I have never seen a fire station adorned with posters like this. 
under-supported, underpaid, 40% more pay in Australia. And then in the supermarket car park today, once again, I took a photo of a fire engine plastered with it. I've never seen this stuff before. What's going on? How did it get so bad? Now, Todd Muller will have some feedback on that for us. And I want yours. I'm particularly keen to hear from you if you work for Fens, and I know you're pretty much gagged at the moment. You don't have to use your name. Call yourself Bob if you want to. You can either call or you can text on 9292. And very soon, we'll go head to head and talk about what's happening with the Green Party, the Greens. Is it over Rover for them? Eh? 9292 with your feedback in 0800 80 1080. It's um, the Weekend Collective with Roman Travers in for the Tims. It's half past three. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.